0: It's more confusing than inception, harder than an erection. It's cooler than Andre 3000. Oh, let's get ready for sweet connection.
1: Hello and welcome to Sweet Connection. I'm your host, Catherine. with me today. It's not Jason Lewis. It's someone better than Jason Lewis. It's only bloody Carlisle. Carlisle, how you doing, mate?
0: It's me, Carlisle. I'm doing all right. You know, I woke up today and I thought this feels like a great day to be better than Jason. So (laughs) I'm just really, I'm going to barrel into that today. That's good. That's good. As many direct and personal attacks towards him as I can. (laughs) I believe my it's my It's really on only fair, it really is only as well. I believe my co host who's been on here as well, Charlie, has made some sort of rivalry with Jason in some.
1: He seems sets. to make rivalries with everyone. I'm just like, Jason, right. you cannot insult every other podcast, sir. It's a very small group. <laughs> I can get excluded from like all their podcast parties you keep on insulting them.
0: <laughs> all our company pisc-
1: picnics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? What company picnics? Oh, yes. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, mean, I haven't I mean, been invited to the. Uh.
0: Obviously, we don't have any of that. We're all too busy.
1: This is your first time on the show. So if you drop it...
0: Jason, I'll tell you when we're having the next one. Okay. We definitely don't have. Definitely don't have...
1: This is your first time on the show, except it's not. Because you obviously make our theme tunes, so really, you have been on the show many, many times. In spirit, at least.
0: Yeah, it's 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 nice to finally have a sort of direct sway okay. over the episode, you know? Okay, Instead rather of than sort of indirect sway. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. felt like, honestly, despite the fact that I've been appearing, my opinions haven't been particularly valued so far, so... Today, I'm going to get into some meat, some things. As I said, direct and personal attacks towards Jason. That's take up most of my time. Well,
1: uh, seeing as you are the uh, co-host, you get to use the go fuck yourself. (laughs) So I believe Charlie used that on Jason when he was on there. Now, you know, I'm not saying that you have to do that, but I'm saying it would be Uh, beneficial if you wanted to.
0: I've talked so much about making direct and personal attacks, and now I've just been given this like carte blanche of something to do and it's yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to choose something else but I you've will been, wait. Ha- so
1: you've been handed like a loaded gun. And it's like ah, oh, now I've got the power. Basically yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> there's so
0: many people I want to kill who do I go after <laughs> with my limited ammo. <laughs>
1: yeah. One bullet. So um how have you spent your bank holiday weekend? Have you been out or anything? <laughs>
0: oh no. No <laughs> No I actually what? uh hate myself because I've rediscovered Minecraft. And I played about nine hours of it on
1: Saturday. What is Minecraft? (laughs) I've I've never played it. I don't know what it is.
0: Basically, you get coal and iron so that you can make more things to get more coal and iron forever. (laughs) Now, I know you're thinking that doesn't sound like fun. And the reason for that is it doesn't sound like fun. But it somehow is if... You have nothing else going on in your life. It suddenly becomes extremely entertaining. I have a pet cow and chicken that I abducted from their families and put easily <laughs> scalable fence around them, but they haven't scaled it. And I put a sign up that says the chicken is called Clyde and the cow is called Bonnie.
1: So you can um, make signs genuinely and Genuinely talk to them. So you, you can, can make, make like, signs. Signs yeah. and you can actually have pets. And... Okay, because... Um, well, you can, you can have... Kidnap victims okay. yeah. <laughs> but You can have victims, both pets in real life are also sort of, kind kidnap, of victims. kidnap victims Kind
0: of is just industrialised kidnap victims, isn't it? Yeah, industrialised kidnapping that we all think is a wonderful idea and fun for the family Society, <laughs> society <laughs> right? And we're From already on kidnap
1: victims uh, <laughs> the start of the show, where is this going to end up? Oh, fair enough. Well, uh, Where have you been? What have you been doing with your bank holiday weekend? On Friday, uh, I went to go see Jimmy Carr. He was very good. The show started at uh, 10pm, so there were quite a few drunk people. And so was some very drunk, sloppy heckling, which sort of annoyed (laughs) me a little bit because it like sort of ruined the flow of the show.
0: That is Jimmy's element though, isn't it? He lives to put down hecklers, doesn't he?
1: He does. Which only works if that person stops after he has been put down. But if right. he keeps getting put okay. down, but then keeps on shouting, that's when it doesn't really work. So I'm fine with like a light heckling. But if you keep on going at it after he has put you down like four times, then you're just taking up yeah. time for the show, aren't you? <laughs> he was very, very good. Um, he then went- Essentially
0: supporting slavery, because if you rate yourself as a comedian that much, no one's paying you to do that. So don't, don't encourage the slave trade, hecklers just shut the fuck up my reasoning is sound i promise
1: <laughs> i've got no idea what the fuck you're on about <laughs>
0: I'm getting... that's fine I'm sure how do we get onto slavery i'm sure you'll be flooded with tweets people saying i get exactly what Carlisle was going for and you are a moron for not picking up on it in reality i'm probably a moron for trying but
1: <laughs> i'm so confused but i'm gonna carry on <laughs> Finally, Game of Thrones is finished. Indeed, what did has, you? Okay, yeah. spoiler alert for the entirety of Game of Thrones, because I'm sure <laughs> that will probably spoil, like, you know, a point from the first season. Ned Stark dying. Spoiler alert, he dies. Ned
0: Stark dies. Yep. Yeah. So- and then he comes back okay. and he dies again at the very last episode of this season. And you're probably thinking, "Wow, that's crazy!" But I lied to you, and you were warned that you should have stopped listening. So that's that's a prank that you've been pulled on, Mister, who doesn't listen to instructions.
1: <laughs> what did you think? Oh
0: boy! I mean,
1: strap in, everyone. Good. Well, it's going to be a long one.
0: It's 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 a bizarre, it's a bizarre combination of superb direction, superb cinematography, fantastic music. You know, m- amazing, fantastic music. score. Yeah, uh, really good acting. Fan- I mean, mouth-dropping special effects. The dragons look as better, as good as they ever have. Yeah. you know, if not better, because they've got more budget towards them now. Everything is breathtaking, except, except for the writing. So it's it's it sort of levels out to this. Enjoyable experience overall that fills you with rage. You know, <laughs> and enjoyable experiences shouldn't fill you with rage, but this one manages to because it's good in so for so many reasons. But the the backbone of the show, the writing, is faulty. It's like it's like a really hot person who has been paralysed for life, kind of. It's like sort of watching Game of Thrones. Does that analogy make any sense?
1: <laughs> I've got no idea what any of your came metaphors out of my mean. mouth,
0: and I was like extremely bizarre
1: <laughs> is it just me who uh is not understanding Hi, tweet us let us know yeah. <laughs> it's almost worse that it's got so many good things going for it it sort of makes it worse that the writing is bad if the whole thing was bad i wouldn't yeah. care so it seems like like a waste of that potential that they've just flushed yeah. down the toilet for the- to
0: that effect as well there's so many things about the writing that are almost good you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um I think it makes sense for the fight at the end for Danny to go down this dark path. It does. And sort of, you know, I think it does, because I think that's the direction that George R. R. Martin
1: is heading in. It is. Because he talks
0: a lot about, you know, redemption and stuff. But it only makes sense if you have a character arc. Yes. They didn't give her a character arc, so it was just nonsense. It just so I'm came fin- out of nowhere for no reason.
1: I'm fine for them reaching that destination. It was just the complete left turn in one episode, yeah. which I didn't like. Seemed to not go organically, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it wasn't character progression, it was character homicide.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so that was a bit mental. Um, what do you think about Cersei being killed by some bricks? <laughs> what, a, what an very, underwhelming very
0: upset. yeah what an annoying Under, end just, to, to one of the most despisable characters and you know I hated her I hated yes. her so much but that means that she was a great character she's a fantastic girl mean, no she's character. really interesting I wanted more to see die you know at the hand of someone, someone. that it makes sense to kill her yeah. yeah
1: just have someone kill her have uh, Jamie, Daenerys Tyrion Jon Snow Someone sticking their fucking sword in there. Ideally,
0: Jamie. That would have made so much sense. It would have been a wonderful finishing to the arc of Jamie, especially if he'd have died at the same time, because it would have been kind of. It would have sort of completed his character arc, but it still would have helped for that theme that, you know, maybe not everyone's redeemable if his form of redemption is still to just go back and murder someone at the cost of you know, a possible relationship he could have with Brienne. That would have been a wonderful end, but no, he just he just ruins his arc and then gets killed by some bricks.
1: Speaking of uh, massive left-hand turns, he had a massive left-hand turn, didn't he? He had eight seasons of fantastic character progression. Then he has sex with it's Brienne. Okay. He just literally fucked off on his horse and then rode to King's Landing. She no. should
0: have written something. So on the last episode, she's updating Jamie's uh, uh, log in the... Book
1: of his Facebook profile in a book, yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) in a book that details all the uh, King's Guards, you know, uh, yeah,
1: feats, feats, yes,
0: (laughs) you know, she should have said something snide in there, like he was all right in bed, but he hits and quits, or something like that.
1: These hoes ain't loyal, (laughs) so (laughs) obviously, the major thing is the new king, Bran the Broken. What do (laughs) you think of him?
0: Oh, it's so dumb! It doesn't make any sense. Nobody there would have voted for him. They don't know who he is. They don't know that he can see and do everything, which he never does, by the way. No, never, what the... never puts that to any? What sort the of hell use. was he
1: doing <laughs> fighting the dead for that entire time? He, he was getting a good look. He was watching Endgame. He was
0: getting a cinematic view. Yeah. He could walk into animals and help them do his bidding. He could maybe have walked into a dragon or something. That, you know, these he, are just some exactly off-the-cuff ideas. Walk he could have dragon. said something like, hey, we should put our projectile weapons behind our barricades, not in front of them, so yes. that when we have to retreat, we can still use them. You know, he could have...
1: Yep, there's a lot of that. things for uh... someone who
0: can see every military blunder in history... Maybe just take a quick jaunt down history's lane to have a look and see what were some of the stupid decisions made in battle. That was probably Uh, stood by and went, You should make all of them. You should do all of the stupid things.
1: (laughs) That was probably the worst battle plan they could have possibly done. Everything they did was wrong. Why did they have their army in front of their siege weapons? You know, thus firing massive flaming rocks onto their charging army. I d- yeah, just, oh, don't do it. Why
0: were they holding back on the dragons? It's this weird thing where in the beginning, Danny and John are holding back on the dragons, and then Danny goes, "All right, I'm I'm going to go use my dragon now with their you know, limitless source of fire." fire. Yeah, to just to kill. Have these them, th- you know, have them on the living Dead. That's literally all you yeah. need. And John goes, "No, he was supposed to wait for something vague and unsaid." <laughs> And Danny goes, No, I'm going to go do this now because this makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's not normally Daenerys who needs sort of sense, who is the or, voice of reason. Or it's no, her correct. Talking sense to John, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was nothing. They terrible. did any sense. I mean, uh, my, the most annoying thing, and again, that's another great episode sort of example what we're talking about. beside Aside from one aspect of the cinematography, which was everything was really fucking dark. Oh, I know. See what was I happening. know. When you could see what was happening, it was great. Like the dragon fight, which everyone's been anticipating, was great. You know, yeah. the the was... whites themselves were terrifying.
1: Yeah,
0: horrific. Uh, you know, so. That was great. All that stuff's really good. So it's really annoying when it just throws all of the sort of themes and arcs and stuff into the fire. Did you see what uh, the writer said about themes? No. Well, so at the end of that episode, Arya kills the Night King, despite you know all the Azor high stuff that's been put. The where did she jump from?
1: In. That's the big question. Did yeah, she where have did a ladder she get there? or a trampoline? Well, I
0: like the theory that that's what Bran was doing when he w- was walking into crows is he like got a bunch of crows to pull aya <laughs> into the sky so she could jump down because you know it's she the, the 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 alternative she walked past a bunch of white walkers which were presumably on their phones yeah. while that was happening
1: they <laughs> were so just checking twitter it's <laughs> not think. really
0: paying attention
1: yeah
0: they were live tweeting <laughs> the long night yeah <laughs> god imagine that the structure of the season was, was really all over the place as was well it? because well it it's just the like everything built the whole point of the night king and the threat of the undead is, is that to it supersedes be, and I'll,
1: the is that exactly it makes about the politics who sits seem on the pointy stupid. chair yeah
0: yeah it's 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 about humanity and what's really important it's, it throws sort of the espionage and things like that and sort of worship of people you don't have reason to worship. Yeah. It makes you t- take a look at them and think this is stupid. Imagine, right, spending a thousand years building an army of the undead and being the least important thing that season. <laughs> <laughs> just be dealt with one know, episode. And then the actual twist, the, the real big, big baddie is an alcoholic who just looks out the window did cersei do <laughs> anything all this she season? did that's all she did and again i hate her but i hate her because she does despicable things that make her worth hating make her do something despicable you know,
1: she should like slap an orphan or something you know <laughs> just so that we know she's still a bitch
0: just so we know she's a bad bloke yeah, yeah. god fuck uh but yeah so, so what did you this,
1: what did you think about him being killed by a little girl
0: i mean little girl fine i don't care about that but the real issue was that it she so they put so much groundwork into you know the prince that was promised azora high yeah. all that if that wasn't there then i don't care who kills the night king so long as it's you know cool and it makes sense it doesn't it, it was cool it didn't make sense um but you know they, they just threw all this stuff. They put so much work into setting John up to be the antagonist. So why did John come did back from the dead? fuck all in this episode. It's very true. Exactly. What did Missandei do? I mean, she was talking about how everybody was important. She never once looks at Arya, except for seconds before she tells Arya yeah. that, like, oh, by the way, it's you who has to kill the Nightwing. And, you know, there's so many things that she's, like, raising, and you know, all the plots with the Lord of the Light, what he was doing, his whole thing was about, you know, Again, the magic between life and death, and bringing importance to the Night King that supersedes silly politics, irrelevant politics in the grand scheme of the universe. Yeah, I know I said scheme weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you did. Uh, but Beric. It's, uh, one of the things in that is Beric keeps it has been brought back to life so many times because he was fulfilling some sort of purpose. Yeah, and that purpose and was that was just to stand in a corridor Arya from these Yeah. Well, why why not bring Arya back from the dead then? <laughs> It was protect some other person. Don't bring the lifeguard back to life. You can see I can cut out some steps for you here, Lord of the Lord L- of Light. Yeah. You're the most inefficient god I've ever heard of. <laughs> That's very I've true. I've heard of some very inefficient gods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so all in all, it was a mixed bag, wasn't it? But okay. by the way,
0: in response to so a lot of people were like, what's with all this You know, stuff that was set up for the Night King and Jon and possibly Daenerys and all the things that could have been Azora High? And, all the like. and yeah. to that, they said, themes are for 8th grade book reports.
1: Oh, fucking That's no. a
0: genuine quote from D&D, the writers of Game of Thrones Season 8. That is the future I mean...
1: director of the next Star Wars film saying that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Good is. luck
1: with that, Star Wars. I mean, fortunately, oh, I don't really God. care about Star Wars, but if I did, I'd be concerned.
0: Yeah, and I do care about Star Wars, <laughs> so I am quite concerned. So you are concerned. God, I mean, why did they give them one? I mean, they their writing has never been good. They've been... they. I will give them credit where credit's due. They are good adapters. Yeah. They adapted an extremely large-scale book into a cohesive show, and that takes talent. It Absolutely. takes ability. But that ability does not translate into writing, and they made that clear in the last season. So, why are they writing us? Why did anyone give them that job when their writing attempts, not adapting attempts, include X Men Origins Wolverine? I was
1: was about to bring that up. That is the real elephant in the room, the real Wolverine in the room (laughs) that they wrote that film. Well, one of them did, I believe. Um,
0: Yeah, uh, David Benioff, I think, wrote that one, yeah.
1: And they're so smug as well. Like, if you watch the behind-the-scenes videos, they're so fucking yeah. smug with themselves, and it, and it sort of makes me happy that they're getting this big backlash just to wipe that fucking shit-eating grin yeah. off their face.
0: Well, it's, it's been enjoying to to watch them sort of flounder through the reasoning for things, because when when you know the people running the you know behind the camera ask them why did you decide to have this, it's clear they don't have an answer. Like you know, in a controversial scene, and in one of the Hundreds of controversial scenes in this season. Uh, one of Danny's dragons is just killed in a matter of seconds, Rhaegar, by by with one guy, arrows. like yeah. with, with one. Yeah, it's by and Captain Jack Sparrow. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, by Captain Jack by evil Jack Sparrow. Um, <laughs> by the way, it's like I don't know. if do, Are you familiar with the books? I have heard of them. I have not read them. Okay, cool. I've I've read a bit of some of them. The world is great, but I don't really like his prose. But that's neither here nor there. Euron, in the books, is like... So much worse than he is in the show. He's like a demon worshipper... Who's constantly trying to do blood magic to make himself immortal. And like, sacrificing people. (laughs) And shit like that that just doesn't make it into the show. But in the show, he is evil Jack Sparrow. Um, And yeah, he shoots down this dragon... (laughs) <laughs> from ships that were conveniently hidden And it's like nine <laughs> warships They're fucking conveniently massive. hidden behind some How rocks. can you not
1: have seen that When you're <laughs> flying on a dragon Danny's
0: flying on a dragon Yeah uh, So that that was annoying And then later on as well Like there was mm. nine of these things Not all of them were firing And they killed one of her dragons without even trying Yeah Later on they're gold, fucking Two useless. episodes time yeah she it's like a she, chocolate teacup.
1: They're, they're rubbish
0: she kills this they she kills takes like 50 of these things out yeah. without even sweating I mean, with one dragon this time because that's all that's left yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know you know None but of it like, makes
0: sense
1: <laughs> when that dragon got shot by the three arrows the first two arrows were coming from straight on the third arrow that then goes through his neck is shot from like fucking 90 degrees off i was like where the <laughs> fuck is that coming from can these arrows curve d- oh just I'll, little I'll things think, like I'll that.
0: Them that because that's just little that's the sort of thing that in an otherwise good episode you wouldn't think yeah. about you know what i mean those are things that sort of stand out when we would not be sitting here having go, this conversation and bad, about it that's bad and that's bad yeah, yeah. um
1: <laughs> uh, these dragons don't even exist yeah, just- <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah actually you know go 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 fuck yourself dnd sweet right. They deserve this. Yes.
1: You saved that very well. Okay, moving on from Game of Thrones, because I'm frustrated, right? Also, by the way, I waited two years to watch this, all right? Because um, when season seven came out, I had not watched Game of Thrones. I watched um, seasons one to seven within like three weeks, and then I had to wait two years for this shit. It's the first (laughs) season where I have actually had to wait for it to be broadcast, and I waited for that. I am not a happy man.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not, they had two years. They had time. They had time. They they took twice as long as they normally do to make less of a season. Well, actually, the episodes were longer, so I guess it was about the same as the season. But they could have had more episodes to stretch out character arcs, to make Danny's Descent into Madness believable, Uh, to make a threat of the Night King more resounding towards the end of a yeah. season. You know, they they just had they had time to do things and they refused to take it. HBO famously offered them 10 seasons yep. if they wanted it. And they said, uh, no, and they said no because episodes. they want
1: to go and do Star Wars.
0: Exactly, Ugh. yeah. And I'm really hoping Lucasfilm is looking at what's happening and thinking...
1: I really you know hope that they go get, go get fired. This
0: at this point, <laughs> yeah. Because they should be thinking this isn't the standard that we thought we were signing.
1: It's that and it's all of the uh, controversy. Um, obviously, Star Wars is used to a bit of uh, controversy in in their films. But I think they, they might just say, you know what, we'll just find someone else. Because we've got a lot of shit going on here anyway. This is the last thing we need is more controversy. I really hope they get fired from that.
0: Yeah, especially some of the backlash that Star Wars has gotten about, you know, takes to subvert expectations. Like, that's a lot of what the problem with this season is. is just direct attempts to subvert expectations without suiting the plot you know it i really really, really doesn't hate make the phrase surprises, subverting the expectations I, I know i know i like, hate you it know, too just, but just but... because it's become associated with a bad thing when it's done right it's great because it keeps you on your toes yes. and it suits the story but it's never done right by people who try to do it yeah
1: <laughs> true okay so uh for example george R. R. martin himself is very very good at doing that whereas D. Uh, who they seemed just to do it just for that shock factor, even though it didn't actually make sense within the story.
0: And the annoying thing about that is there's been... Yeah, it's okay if it's maybe a movie, so you think you've been picking up on things and it's going against a trope. But this isn't a movie. This is a series based on an expansive book series. So So it had 68 episodes leading up to it. Exactly. You're not not throwing away a trope. You're throwing away... Exactly, 68 episodes of groundwork. 68 episodes of tidbits and information and reality that was put onto paper you know by people taking a craft you know doing doing something important to them and weaving a cohesive story and if you throw that in the bin it becomes nonsense it doesn't become about destroying a trope anymore
1: Ah, bad
0: bad guys.
1: Okay, let's stop talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, Now, (laughs) we are going to do a little segment I like to call Versus. So let's pause while I edit in your Versus theme tune. Fight! Nice. Quite a theme tune. So, I've got... uh, Nice, man. (laughs) Who do you think would win in a fight between Kim Kardashian and Kim (laughs) Jong-il?
0: I mean, Mano and Mano probably... Kim Kardashian, I feel I, like yeah. King John doesn't doesn't get his hands dirty very often. Uh, he has people do definitely, that for him. definitely. But if, not. if everybody has, if people if everybody has the resources available to them that they have from home, then it's really a matter of Kim Kardashian's money. Versus King Jong Un's nuclear weapons, and I'm going to give that one to nuclear weapons. Money well, can do a lot of things. Well, you know, it's nuclear more. Nuclear weapons can explode money, so.
1: It's not really like a war, it's just a fist fight. So they're both thrown into okay. like uh, some kind of boxing <laughs> ring, and they've got to scrap. So I'm saying. And
0: absolutely, Kim Kardashian.
1: Absolutely, you know, I feel like she yeah. She gets
0: in fights with her sisters and stuff. She's a mother as well, so you yeah. know, I think she knows how to get scrappy if things are important to her. She's got she's quite a lot of padding Kim. as
1: well, isn't she? So if you punch her in the chest, she's she's not even going to feel that. <laughs> I think maybe she would like smother Kim Jong Un's face with her ass and just suffocate him, which is exactly how I want do to die. Do you think Kim
0: Jong Un would 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 resist particularly, or just be like, "Well, if I'm if I'm gonna die,
1: it may as well be this." <laughs> okay, so we're going to give that to Kim Kardashian. Who do you think would win a fight between Shaggy from Scooby Doo versus? shaggy the singer slash songwriter
0: yes i hoped you were going to say shaggy the singer songwriter <laughs> oh wow. he's an artist <laughs> right Well, i mean shaggy doesn't fight oh i i'm gonna to have to specify shaggy from scooby-doo doesn't <laughs> fight does he, he no
1: that's he doesn't his whole fight.
0: character is he runs away from things so if you've pinned him into this room and you know he doesn't have the rest of mystery ink to pull him out of this scrappy do then it's really gonna be Something in uh Shaggy, the singer-songwriter's favor. I think that's what I was. Because you know, we yeah. know that he's a man of suspect morals, so I bet he can fight dirty. Based on his his input into the song, it wasn't me. <laughs> I bet, you know. he just knows how to be just a yeah. bad
1: bloke. So can Shaggy from Scooby Doo phone up Scooby to sort of run in and fucking maul him to death? Do you reckon? <laughs>
0: Yeah, but Scooby wouldn't either because that's a yeah, characteristic no, exactly, as yeah. well. That he runs away. That's Maybe a real right hand turn for that character if Fred. they just let him all <laughs> get being Fred. Get the van in. Get the van in and run over. <laughs> <He just laughs> runs
1: Shaggy. over Shaggy.
0: Imagine, imagine the mystery committing a hit and run in the mystery <laughs>
1: movie. There's, there's like blood and hair and stuff all over the windshield. <laughs> and
0: like, they caught me. How did you let Shaggy catch you? I don't know what I'm going to do, man. <laughs> let's say it wasn't us. <laughs> There's got to be a lot of cars like this that have this decal on. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's quite it a distinctive, distinctive car, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so let's give that to Shaggy from Scooby-Doo running over Shaggy, the singer-class songwriter in the Mystery <laughs> Inc. van. That's good. Last one. Stephen Hawking versus Bran Stark. So I'm thinking, they're both in wheelchairs. They're both... Bad, bad man. They're both kind of creepy. (laughs) Who's gonna win that?
0: (laughs) I mean, Bran can walk into animals and make them do things for him. (laughs) Whereas, you know, I don't know how much damage Stephen Hawking's gonna be able to do with a monologue about black holes. (laughs) So... (laughs) Especially... I mean, Bran could could probably do it all mentally. Because he could just... He could just put him down, because... Stephen hawkins would be like this is how i think black holes work and he'd go yeah well i know everything and i know that you're wrong and you've always been wrong and you've been wasting your time forever and then Stephen hawkins would just just stop trying to live
1: he just switch off his like machines and then just flatline (laughs) well i suppose because bran can move his arms he could probably like slap Stephen Hawking <laughs> yeah, about.
0: Th- if they are going to get to slapping, then he's got the advantage of the ability to slap. Yeah. Having
1: said that, because Stephen Hawking has got a motorised wheelchair, do you reckon he could get up like a full head of steam and like try and like ram <laughs> brand stuck,
0: So it's yeah. basically jousting, but only one of them has a horse and only one of them has a jousting ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know,
1: I would I'd pay a lot of money to see Stephen Hawking get up to full speed. And just crash into a sitting target that is Bran Stark. Um, I mean,
0: I wouldn't because people would, you know, think terrible things of me, but I would definitely watch the highlights on live leak.
1: <laughs> this is a tough one, so
0: Bran. I'm gonna giving it to Bran. Yeah. You're he, to Bran? He, can, he can move his arms, he can get animals to do things for him. And again, he can also just talk down Stephen Hawking's entire point of existence.
1: Yeah, it's it's probably gonna have to be Bran then, isn't it? Also, you know, um when the Night King dies, I thought yeah. a better ending would have been Bran had under his uh, blanket just a fucking loaded crossbow and he just pulls the trigger and just shoots him. <laughs> would but that <laughs> no one would expect that.
0: With an obsidian dagger, that yeah. would have be been really funny. Just like, yeah. you know, <laughs> He pulls a it bit of string. It would have had the same problems, which, you know, all the themes and stuff, but at this point I'm not holding out for any of that. But, so. like,
1: can you imagine, yeah. think about all yeah. the memes that would be created if if <laughs> Bran Stark just pulled a string and then it just shot a crossbow bolt through his blanket into the Night King's face.
0: I'd like... I like that idea, but I want to expand on it. You know, like, in sitcoms where a person has snuck out and they've, like, put a sack of potatoes in their bed or something? Yeah. Put like a sack of potatoes on a wheelchair. Put the blanket over that. And everyone's like, "Yeah, Bran's definitely <laughs> in there." The Night King kills Theon. He walks up to the thing and he like pulls the blanket away. And there's one of those stupid dummy heads with a smiley face painted on it, <laughs> like a pumpkin. And then Bran, yeah. like, in it, very cinematically, maybe skidding while he's doing it, he skids out from behind that weirwood tree and shoots him with a crossbow. <laughs>
1: End credits. That's the end of the entire series.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are never going to show <laughs> the next the three I episodes? Throwing? Who fucking cares? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just shot the Night King with a crossbow. Your argument is invalid. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Right, I think we are going to leave it there. So I'd like to say thank you very much, Carlisle. Um, why don't you talk about all of your amazing podcasts? Thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to be
0: here a while because I have... Uh, not got you a got girlfriend of... so
1: i have three podcasts jesus
0: yeah.
1: uh... <laughs> Fuck you no. uh, it's, so... it's bad enough having one sometimes isn't it free <laughs> anyway carry on
0: well what i do is two of mine are on monthly releases and then the other one i don't edit so that's how i stay on top of things um but i barely stay on top of things um i'll start with the one that ben's been on uh, I have a show called Content Presumably, which doesn't really have a theme. It's just whatever I want to do each week, and or each month, rather. And I have been on that, and um, we had a, a good time on that. We played a game where I invented some <laughs> rap lyrics and paired them with some terrible rap <laughs> lyrics, and you had to guess which was which. That
1: game was impossible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was really fun. I want to do it again sometime. Um, uh, I also have a show called A Podcast for Everyone, with charlie who has also been on this show where we take busted lyrics and we one analyze them as if they're poetry from the the mouth of shakespeare himself and two (laughs) and two we weave them into uh one ongoing narrative so that every song in busted's albums in album order are also a story in chronological order which is often impossible and very much contradicting but uh, we we do our best just because, you know, it's it's often a reach, and I think that's the entertaining factor of it. <laughs> it's probably still better written than uh, Season 8 of Game of Thrones, <laughs> am, I <right? laughs> am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Thank you, everybody. I'll be here all week, except for I won't be. And my final show is Dungeons & Dragons, where me and two of my buddies come up with things that you could use in Dungeons & Dragons, but I wouldn't recommend it. Using them in Dungeons & Dragons, that is. <laughs> uh, we, made, we made a... <laughs>
1: So you should all definitely we listen to all three of those podcasts.
0: <laughs> we don't, we don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. We made a spell on the last episode that we made only available to a certain class, and it re- needs this requirement. And then our friends who actually know about D anD D message him like, this would be impossible for this character to use because they don't get that; they can't do it. You made an unusable spell, and uh, so yeah a lot of, if you if you're big into dungeons and dragons and you're looking for new things to use don't listen to it if you if you want to listen to three people dick about listen to it
1: <laughs> oh well fantastic so uh yeah um i'd just like to say thank you very much carlisle for coming on the show um thank you very much for
0: having me i had a wild
1: time not a problem and uh yeah we will see you guys next time maybe bye-bye bye-bye So Jason, where can you get more Sweet Connection in your life? Well Ben, we are on Facebook at Sweet Connection Podcast and we're also on Twitter at SweetC underscore Podcast so you can give us a like or a follow. And you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube and Podbean so if you enjoyed the show you can give us a rating or a review or recommend to a friend. And if you wanted to email in a topic or a question or just say hi, it's TheSweetConnection at Outlook.com Massive thanks to Kip and Carlisle Laurent for all of our jingles. Thank you for listening and catch you next time.